everybody. Welcome to SPN Rights. I am your host, Shane Paul Neal. Uh, today's episode is actually going to be all poetry. Um, I think it's something I threatened to do on the intro of another episode, and now seems as good a time as any. Um, especially since I have the great and venerable Rashani reading for us today. If you're not familiar with Rashani, he is one of the hosts of Single Simulcast. It's a show that focuses on pop culture, comedy, and social issues. Uh, it's a really great listen. It's one of uh, the shows I've been listening to for a number of years now. Rashani is also part of a brand new show called Storytellers. Um, I'm actually appearing on the latest episode of it. Uh, it's a great show. It's a very interesting show. What they've basically done is taken storytelling and added a um, telephone twist, if you remember the child's game telephone. Uh, so there are four storytellers, and each person has to tell part of a story without knowing the previous parts of the story, which um, creates some interesting uh, products and interesting episodes at the end of the day. You can check them out at storytellerspod.com. And as usual, if you want to check out episodes of SPN Rights, you can do that at spnrights.com. You can also donate. Um, server bill is coming due. I apparently need some new recording equipment because I lost a bunch of stuff in a uh, recent move. Uh, so yeah, everything is there if you want to support. Um, definitely listen. Definitely share other episodes. Um, that said, uh, SPN Rights Episode 4, the poetry episode. Enjoy. Independence Day. Independence is relative, ain't it? Freedom is a thick line when the powerful paint it. Ask Philando Castile what freedom is. Caught seven in front of his daughter for believing in his. Meanwhile, my son waved the flag at the parade while I prepare for him to reach that age where mommy and daddy gotta explain that no matter how hard he loves his country, they'll never love him the same. His parents just trying to keep the hashtag off his name. Happy Independence Day. Love Letter in Haiku It is hot as fuck. Top floor, no AC, no fan. I really like you. It's the jerk chicken. Maybe the chopped barbecue. Me, you, BK2. Your cat, yeah, she cute, but we both know she ain't shit. (laughs) I'm lying. She's dope. We act a whole fool. 
I relearned how my laugh sounds and how a smile feels. As the sun sets low, our heat leaves sweat in the sheets. Buy a fucking fan. Black boy fly. Black boy fly. Get away. Go away. You can't stay here. This world doesn't want you. Can't handle you. Demands too much of you. It wants your soul, but can't stand your vessel. It mimics your stride, but won't let you walk. It steals your language, but won't let you talk. Black boy fly. Get away. Go away. This world envies your joy. Can't stand your smile. Demands your light. It wants your spirit, but hates your amusement. It sings your lyrics, but won't let you play the music. Black boy, don't die from a circumstance not of your making. Spread your wings towards the horizon. Crest and fall on God's wind. On your time, on your whim. Your daddy's earthbound. Your mama's here too. But we don't mind, cause we live through you, for you, because of you. Love is lazy. We avoid saying the word love like he who shall not be named out of fear of altering a good thing. So instead we use words like like and adore. Occasionally we cheat in other languages. My Sharia more. It's like love might clip your wings or send me back to a cage of pain. But in the course of not saying that thing, I realized that the word is lazy. Once said, it's too easy. It takes over hellos, goodbyes, and you miss me. I'd rather be specific like, stay. Don't go. Hold me. Hug me. Instead of making love, let's fuck until we both feel like jelly. Let's be comfort food and fill each other's bellies. Instead of love, let's emote, devote, infatuate, <laughs> fornicate, appreciate, elevate, alleviate, integrate, and intertwine. I'll be Eros and you be Aphrodite. Let's talk the language of fidelity to the point of fluency where we just look at each other and register on our own frequency.
Simple Heroes My heroes are older than me. They maintain their marriages and put their kids to sleep. My heroes are younger than me. They dream unabashedly and love themselves so deep. My heroes are men. They wear their heart on their sleeve. And good or bad, they know they sowed what they reap. My heroes are women. They love the undeserving. And still. What I Miss Open face sandwiches Stroking your face Arguing about which way to run in the park Running when you were pregnant Holding you when you appeared to be deathly ill Trying to find you the best present possible With literally no money Writing you poems, trying to walk on your left side, laying in bed literally all day, threatening to stab or pummel anyone who would dare hurt you, obnoxious amounts of holiday travel, sharing a dorm room mattress with a sinkhole in the middle, attending weddings that make me mushy over you. Being mushy over you. Being the couple all of our friends want to be. Our first real apartment together. You're wanting to have a baby with me. Finding out you were pregnant. Pregnancy. Birth. The feeling I had every time I heard or played Cole's first cry and the sound of my half-sobbing voice. Sleeping on a couch with Cole so that you could get some rest. Actually feeling useful while you were pregnant. Missing you. Knowing you're coming home. Knowing you're coming home to me. Rubbing our feet together in bed. You're being more protective of me than I am of myself. Hugging you. Holding you. Kissing you. Pleasing you. Arguing about dumb shit that didn't matter. Barbecue mixtapes. You're loving me. And knowing you love me. Two long stories about people I don't care about. 
being the person you want to tell those stories to. Our love-hate relationship that became a love-love relationship. Shopping for pop figures together. Massages that I sincerely meant to just be massages, but finding you too irresistible to behave. It being okay to find you irresistible. Crying because you make me so happy. Not crying because I miss how happy you made me. Committing felonies so that you wouldn't know your car was broken into. Costume parties. Group costumes. You're loving me because of who I was. You're loving me despite who I was. You. Just. You. Him meeting him. He was in recovery. Recovery from the mistakes he made and the realization of who he was. Flawed. He became adept at couching his true intentions and goodwill. So much so that he believed in his own altruism, even though he thought the concept to be a lie we tell ourselves about ourselves so that we wouldn't hate ourselves. He was recovering from the realization that it wasn't his reflection that was distorted, but instead it was his vision. He knew that even the worst of us couldn't survive if we understood just how terrible we are in reality. So we adjust the frame and ignore the mirror. We hide the ugly pictures and pretty filters and we call it art. He was recovering from the reality that he had to reconcile himself with himself. Himself with her. Himself with them. Himself with lost time. He was recovering from the realization that his best self may consist of simply being good enough. Good enough to keep what he had all along. Good enough for what he had to want to keep him. He fell for his own good guy, nice guy, gentleman aesthetic. When in truth, he was equal parts amazing and pathetic. Real and synthetic. But he could only recover for but so long he couldn't wipe the scars away his or otherwise all he could ask was that the wounds close and write his life story on the jagged edges Going to the office. I'm on my way to a job where I'm the only black person in my office. 
I work with people who either don't know or don't care about this week's hashtag. They are going to ask me, how are you this morning? And the simple truth is that I can't be honest. I can't say that I'm angry and I'm scared and I want to take a mental health day. I can't say that I and people like me subconsciously fear for our lives on a daily basis. I can't say that I've been inundated with videos of hot bullets piercing black flesh and white cops choking black necks and statements excusing black death and the cries of black folks asking what's next because people tag me constantly hoping that I could write or say or for fuck's sake do something. As if my words move more than pages. I can't say how I am this morning because it'll make them uncomfortable and offended and bubbles are fragile. So progress is gradual. And what's another black body compared to the casual bliss of white supremacy? Excuse me, Susan, but he did comply. I'm sorry, Richard, but nobody asked why. And fuck you, Stuart. A hoodie is not a reason to die. But I can't say that. Because you ain't ready to hear that. So I'll continue to fear that me and mine might get got next. What do you follow me for? Officers, why do you have your guns out? I don't have a gun. Stop shooting. You shot me. You shot me. I can't breathe. Why did you shoot me? Please don't let me die. I didn't even do nothing. I don't want to die too young. It's not real. Famous last words. Hey, how are you today? Just fine, Catherine. Just fine. That's great. Don't forget, I need those reports by the end of day. So I hope you all enjoyed my little collection of poetry. Thanks again to Rashani for being on the show this week. Please support SPN Rights at SPNRights.com. Also support Unreasonable Fridays at UnreasonableFridays.com. Um, I'm still looking for more people to come on the show. So if you think that you may want to narrate a piece for me, you can reach me at Shane at SPNRights.com. As usual, follow me uh, at SPN Rights on Twitter, at Shane Polneal for my personal Twitter, um, SPN Rights on Facebook as well. Thanks again to everybody. I look forward to uh, pushing out more episodes very, very soon. Bye. <laughs>